Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Wednesday, September 7th in the year 2022. And again, our world just continues to get crazier by the day. We are literally walking into an era, I believe, that is going to be at a brink that we will be drawn to that will be a decisive decision of whether we follow God or whether we fall into the lake of fire. And so our work on the ground in pushing the word and getting people out and aware that this is truly a deep and spiritual war and putting our eyes on Christ to the Father has never been so important. Patriots, in all of this work, also make sure you're getting a good night's sleep, and there's no better way to do that than to have great pillows, great sheets, and great bed bedroom products. And the best place to get those is direct to consumer, which is MyPillow.com. Here's a message from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. And that's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. B-A-R-D-S. All this information is always below the podcast and all the great links of the people that support this podcast with promo codes are there. And there's a lot of them. I think we're going to have to get like a Bard's discount card or something going with all the list of places that keep jumping on to support this channel and to give Patriots great deals. Patriots, one of the things that we have to keep in mind is that we are literally facing a uniparty. And I've talked a lot about this. I just want to play this brief piece to set this up. I'm really starting to get upset with people who are mad at exactly one half of the ruling class and insist the other half will save us from them. The world is at a crossroads. This is 100% good versus evil. Just so you know, evil is pretending to be good. Choose your side wisely. The two-party system is corrupt and the fate of the free world is at stake. And it is, and it has nothing to do with politics. This idea that we're going to change everything through the political system is foolishness. While it may be a step and is a step towards awakening people and trying to steer things back, the fact of the matter is that this entire fight has always been spiritual, good versus evil, and there is one party, the uniparty with two faces. They're playing us, and they're playing us badly. And you can see that just by the fact that, and I say it all the time, who in the political class is denouncing the vax? Who in the political class is denouncing the CBDC? Our military right now is an example of total control is continuing to force the vax on as many people as they can. And we're losing soldiers. We're having our military completely dismantled. So, again, keep clear on where we're walking. We have a political fight going on. It's an important one to wade through, but that is not the core of victory. The core of victory rests with our eyes on God. I want you to hear this piece right here on the Biden speech. Take a listen. Did you guys see Joe Biden's speech the other day? 
It was... I mean, if you guys have not... Me, if, if, listen, if you're a Joe Biden fan, listen, you need to, you need to watch it. And, and you need to watch it and you need to send them some pointers. Nobody should speak in front of a setting like that unless you're Satan himself. Did you see it? The whole thing. Strutting around and God looks down from heaven. Mm -mm. What is that? And this is what God hears. I'm telling you right now. You guys better get in line. It doesn't matter who. Listen. It doesn't matter who. And look, listen, listen, it doesn't matter who, Republican, Democrat, Independent, it doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter how many PhDs you've got piled up. God looks over the cloud of heaven and looks down and says, what's that noise? What is that noise? I hear a squeak and something. What's going on? When he's we in his weakness, God, just for fun, when he's in his weakness, he, he, he invents a, a platypus. That ought to freak you out right there. Okay, any evolutionists in the house? Tell us about the platypus. <laughs> Yeah, let's hear about that platypus. <laughs> there is there's this just the most awesome, obvious ob observations for all of those wrapped in the fake science of evolution and the fake science of of climate change. There's so many things there, but that is all part of this political fight, this one party, two faces piece. And it's constantly done to keep us in the blind, constantly done to keep us away from the true sense of who we are. I say this over and over, and it's absolutely essential that people start to really grasp the fact that we were given dominion over evil, not dominion just in the church or with God or in our heart with Christ, dominion over evil in this to occupy and to expand the kingdom. This evil is truly ruthless, and the problem is we've become truly soft and weak as a people. We've become compliant to the words of evil rather than empowered and energized by the words of God. That has to change. And if we're going to have a chance of taking this world back, judgment versus justice, right? We have to bring justice. Otherwise, God brings judgment. And then if judgment, where judgment fails, wrath comes in. I'm not looking forward to the wrath, and while it's great to have God come in and do judgment, we still have an obligation to justice in this world. That's on us with God leading. Question that, it's biblical. Check out, if you haven't read it recently, read the story of Jericho with Joshua. Read Gideon and his 300. Read David and his stand up against the Philistines. Those are three simple stories, simple focuses on justice and then how God carries with our justice judgment. So, Patriots, this is a very critical time that we stay awake, stay focused, stay engaged, but not get wrapped up into the emotions and the and this pulling back and forth like the pendulum swing of what the politics in the circle of politics is offering because it is a deception, and we're continuing to see it. Remember that thing about flatten the curve? Well, they're adding to it now. They're just morphing it a bit. And this is what is expensive, because in these peak demands, the expensive gas comes into the market. So what we have to do is flatten the curve and uh, avoid the peak demands. We will propose a mandatory target for reducing electricity use at peak hours, and we will work very closely with the member states to achieve this. 
Everything they are doing is to condition people to submit, to be compliant, and to be slaves. And they're hitting every single domain they can. They've done it with health. They're going to do it with food. They're doing it with energy. They are doing it with the basics and essentials of life that they have plenty of, but they are making scarce for the people so that the people will bow to them and ultimately give in to them and give up all their rights and their, their, through their free will. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today, and our prayers are very focused today on the clarity of walk that we have. We are dealing in a time with the deception of the party system, which presents itself as a good cop, a bad cop, that presents itself in such a way to deceive people into a misunderstanding that it is one party with two faces. It is a uniparty with the intention constantly of keeping us moving back and forth and dividing us within each other and keeping us away from you and our eyes off of Christ. Father, we pray today as we begin this prayer that that spell that's cast upon people will be discarded, that it will be broken, it will be fragmented and cast into the wind that this constant obsession over the party politics will start to dissipate and people will see more and more clearly into the truth that lies ahead. That truth carries with it accountability. That truth carries with it justice that must be held and those that have executed justice or evil against the people must be brought to justice. Accountability requires that everyone be accountable for their actions, the things that have been said, and the positions they've held. And in this time when so many people are suffering from these policies, those that have had their hand in making those policies must be held account for what they've said and what they have done. We are living in a time, Father, that is difficult to witness, and yet these are the times that we live with decisions that have been made, and sadly, decisions that have made too often through the words of deception that and through words that people trusted, and yet they've been misled. We are losing 4,000 people a week to the death of this shot. We are seeing people being removed from their homes, unable to pay their mortgages or their rents, cast upon the street. We are seeing people go without food. We are seeing children suffer without home, without food, children suffering through the broken family, children suffering through the witness of parents falling to alcoholism and drugs. Father, these are difficult times. These are times in which the family, the war against the family has been extreme, and to a certain degree, the enemy has gained huge ground. Yet we know, Father, that through you all things are possible, and a nation can be healed. We also know that we must put our eyes on Christ and to you, Father, for all that is happening and all that must that we must endure. So, Father, as we endure these times, as we face this difficult moment, which in part is created by our own hand and our own lack of action over the many years. We must accept that we must face the mirror and accept responsibility and accountability for the portions that we were part of. But equally, Father, as we stand here as a remnant, we extend our, our hand, we extend our prayers, and we humble ourselves before you and share these words with all that will share them, that we will bear the burdens of this nation, to give this nation mercy, to protect and save our children for now and for future generations, and to restore you to the throne. Father, you have given us un- 
questioned sacrifices and and gifts through the sacrifice of your son. It is something that we too often take for granted, and please forgive us, Father. But we also pray for mercy on this nation. And as Moses sat before you and pleaded with you not to destroy his people, that talked to you and asked you, Father, please remember that we don't want you to be perceived as a wrathful God to draw them out of Egypt and then to destroy them. Hear our prayers again today, Father, of the same. Hear us that we are pleading with you to have mercy on this nation, to allow us as this remnant to be to step into the gap, to lead this nation back to where it needs to be with all eyes on Christ and you on the throne, Father. We understand that there is a stirring in heaven. We understand that there are tears being shed along with anger and wrath that brews in, in the shadows. We as a people have turned away from you, and even now so many are wanting to get back to normal, which is the same nonsense of before, ignoring you, not living and walking in the breathing Christ, but rather trying to bury their ideas, their values, their moments, their frustrations in the drink, in the drugs. They're wanting to continue on their daily life of material obsession, piling in money into their 401ks and the nonsense of the pit of the Ponzi schemes. Father, we pray for the mercy of many, for they know not what they have done or what they continue to do. And so, Father, we also pray for the presence of the living, breathing power of your presence among them, that they cannot deny you anymore. And whether that comes through us or with you, we stand there. We stand in that gap to steer this nation back to you, Father. These are difficult times for all, and yet we know that this burden must be bared for many to awaken to who the true power and king of all is. And we must keep our eyes there because the deceptions are not finished yet. We know that there's many deceptions yet to come, that this enemy is using everything it can, including manipulation of biblical words and texts, to try to convince people of a coming that is only theirs, not yours. So, Father, we just pray for the truth to cut through. We pray for discernment to settle in on people's hearts, and we pray for the power of the remnant to step into that gap to bring the light of Christ to the many and to awaken those who are still walking in sleep and slumber. Let the presence of Jesus touch the hearts of the many as we walk and move through this world. Let them feel that joy and that love, that power and presence of him. Use us in these ways, Father. Allow us to truly be the remnant. Empower the remnant as it's ready now to stand and step into the gap. Lead us, guide us, point us to the places we need to be. And hear our hearts as we step into those places and embrace the challenges that stand before us that continue to raise us and give us strength. We pray for this nation. We pray for this world. We pray for humanity now at a very critical time as darkness seems to loom and the impossibilities seem to face everybody. Yet we know, as we always know in our heart, that you, with a single stroke, can change everything. We also know that to do that, our eyes need to be on you. So forgive us, guide us, bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I don't think it's a more important time than ever to be getting people to point their eyes towards Jesus. And it's happening more and more in so many ways. People are starting to turn to God in good ways. And part of that's because they're facing the impossible challenges and the impossible moments that they have no other solution for. 
But that in itself is, is a win. Because as they realize that the system is broken, as the system is falling apart, they're putting their eyes back to where they need to be. Take a listen to this piece on January 6th, Prisoners. I, I don't know how to express what I'm uh, going through at this particular moment. I try not to um, react. I try to respond to situations. But I've received two messages in the last hour that a particular lieutenant over at D.C. jail has handcuffed and is uh, pepper spraying and, and beating the January 6th prisoners. For what reason? Again, I'm not there. I can't confirm it. I'm not in the jail. I'm not even at the jail. I've just received messages from people saying this is what's going on. They don't normally start the vigil until 7 o'clock anyway, and it's a quarter to 7 uh, Eastern Standard Time here in on the East Coast. So they haven't even started the vigil yet. So I'm, I'm not even sure you know how these people know this is happening. But um, please pray for our January 6th guys. Um, I, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, okay? We don't beat prisoners. We do not beat prisoners. These guys, they took the Sixth Amendment and threw it out the window anyway up for these guys. They don't, they don't get the privileges that criminal law allows prisoners to have. Whether they're innocent or guilty doesn't matter anymore. They're being treated as if they are some sort of animal of some sort. Um, and so, uh, I don't know what to ask you to do, but to pray at this particular point, because there's really not much we can do um, except that. And God, please intervene in the situation. Thanks for listening. Uh, the Lord is with us. We're being loved. I don't understand why we have to be this way to each other. It's because there is a war between do good and evil. And it shouldn't be a mystery or people shouldn't be surprised. The horrors that people are going through in certain places are very real. And Americans in particular have lived an isolated life, have lived a comfort life, a convenient life, and have never had to suffer through the true sense of tyranny. It's so much of that has resulted in a society that's apathetic, a society that's weak, a society that's compliant, a society that has its eyes on itself rather than God. And these moments are instrumental in realizing that this evil has been here the whole time. The difference is that we have been compliant and it has been exported around the world to force compliance. It's now revealing its true face. And like all evil, it's now turning on its own. Those that it ruled over, because those that it ruled over are no longer being truly obedient the way it was required or expected. This is now where we are. And it is a time now, just like in Exodus, that we are beginning to suffer the ills of the hands of justice and of judgment. And this is a time now that we have to make a decision. We have to decide what we're going to do. We cannot sit apathetically on the side. It is time to continue to push forward, to be visible, to be loud, to be engaged. And it all centers on our local communities. This we are facing is a government that is no longer of the people. It is a tyranny, a tyranny of the worst kind. Take a listen to this on the jabs. My God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. They're not stopping if you think they are. Their agenda is to continue to push forward and to inject more people if they can, as many, including children and elderly. The children must be 
infected with their injection. They must be infected so that they cannot reproduce, so that they have genetic changes within them, so that those gifts that God is sending down through parents are corrupted and are no longer able to function. The sickest part of that is it's parents' job to protect the children, and instead they're falling and succumbing to the lie that the jab is somehow going to help them. It's as if God is sending out reinforcements and the parents are failing at their job, failing miserably. In the meantime, they're wiping out the wisdom class. Those that had the eyes to see before and can guide us through in the arc of life, they're now targeting. They won one round by convincing people to cast out their parents into elderly homes, retirement homes, to get rid of them, to just to visit mom and dad once in a while because mom and dad are a pain in the butt when they get older, forgetting that we were once children under them. And instead of doing the right thing and nurturing our, our parents as they nurtured us, we cast them out. That's become the normal. And with this war on, against the invisible enemy using the vaccine, they have now managed to target the elderly to kill them off with un unknown reasons of death. 4,000 a week is the total. And it's not just the elderly. It's wiping out the millennials. It's wiping out almost all of the liberal class. And that's not something to celebrate. It's an irony in this that the majority of the Biden followers, those that voted for them, took all the injections. And that was recently confirmed. But that's still a tragedy. And it's not something that we would choose. But this is the nature of this war, that those now that are obedient to the class are suffering the most. We must remain defiant. We must remain ungovernable. And we must remain vigilant in this time to understand that our role has never been more important or more prescient. What stands before us now is the future of humanity. And what will make the difference there are those that stand in the gap, that remain the watchers on the wall, and those that are continuing to build and reinforce the wall, that maintain their hand on their sword and a hand on the bricks that they mortar into the wall. This is a war, patriots. It is a war of a spiritual nature and one that we must lead with the sword of the spirit, but never take the sword of steel from your hip. It is very real. It is very visceral. And they aren't stopping. And it is our role, as we have been fighting this fight from behind enemy lines, to occupy and to expand the kingdom in the name of, of God. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal.
But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.